Yo, 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 what's up, everybody? You're listening to the No Limits podcast on the brand new Strive Network. I'm here with my co-host, Mr. Joe Cortez. What's, what's going on, guys? Um, I've known Mike for several years now. We, used, we grew up playing sports together. We were big basketball fans. Yeah, he kicked my ass a lot. <laughs> uh, one time I broke his thumb, but that's a story <laughs> for a different time. Yep. Um, anyways, we just got back from hitting up some garage sales. So both of us follow Gary V a lot and yeah. we go out and flip stuff for the fun of it occasionally to make a quick buck. But yes, sir. more than anything, the most fun is ripping off people for a dollar and right selling at their own house, right in their own property, <laughs> selling their just prized ridiculous. possession for 80 bucks. <laughs> so yeah. without further ado, guys, let's get right into it. All right. So we'll just go into what we... What we did today and why it's so easy and important for anybody who's young, who wants to start doing business, how you don't have to have a great idea or a whole lot of money to start a business. All you got to have is some wheels, <laughs> 20 bucks cash and a little bit of knowledge. Yeah. Yeah. So how did you get started in the flip game, Mike? Um, actually flipping, I didn't even start until about February of this year. So I've okay. only really done it about eight months maybe and I've literally already made probably five thousand dollars doing it in about okay, eight man. months um I st I don't even remember how I started we were definitely watching Gary V trash talk videos <laughs> and uh <laughs> me and my friend Dylan uh we were in government lab class at school yeah and we were watching these videos and somehow he went first he just went to some Goodwill in Seguin mm -hmm. I had never been to a Goodwill in my life so so Dylan started the flip game before you did sort of yeah yeah it was weird he yeah. just went to goodwill one time in february and he bought like he bought like these darts that were actually illegal oh like they God. were actually illegal to sell <laughs> and he bought it for like three dollars and i remember he came back to school he's like dude i bought this thing <laughs> on ebay and they sold for like 800 bucks before and i was like what and he's like yeah but like it was a big game in the 70s, and like kids were killing themselves. Oh like, because they throw a dart at another kid, bah, right in the eye, and they die. And so they they outlawed it. They literally outlawed the game because like they weren't like little soft toy darts. They yeah. were like actual metal. And he got this from a Goodwill. Yes. Wow. And he got it. He didn't get 800 for it. He got like 80 bucks, I think, for it. And he sold it on Mercari like a few weeks later for 80. So, what, what are some of the principles you follow? whenever you go and start flipping like what can 15 16 year olds take away from you when they go and try and make their first flip well take away i'm not much older than you uh, <laughs> so um well with that being said if i mean we're 18 and 19 yeah. and it's really not that hard you can do it we could have done it if we were 15 had we known about it yeah i mean easily, if easily. we had somebody to drive us yeah easily yeah but, and a lot of times you don't even need somebody to drive you because you could have a yard sale down the road. Right. Uh, just start with, um, when I first started, I didn't know anything. That Your best friends are going to be eBay, 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 okay? You just, you search the item on eBay, you go to the sold and completed tabs and just see what it sold for before. And another thing that killed me when I first started was I would buy something and it was a dollar at Goodwill. It sold for like 12 eight months ago I was like so I just saw that it had sold before so I bought it thinking mm -hmm. it would sell and then I didn't realize this piece only sells once every three years on eBay <laughs> so yes I still have some of those pieces um, 
you just got to look at uh, how quickly and often things sell to things mm-hmm. like uh, so things that are hot commodities like real printer ink that expires uh, like a lot of like sports gear like once that season's starting to get back into swing it's going to start selling a lot very often things like that to keep in mind another thing is uh, you got to always keep in mind your fees when you're flipping Oh, look at that. I literally just sold the flip item while we're sitting here. I sold the champion puffer jacket. I got it Ross. I just got 64 and I paid like 25 for it at Ross. Jeez. Uh, <laughs> That's <okay. laughs> But you just learn like what's valuable and what's not valuable and what's worth taking home and what's not. Yeah, like what what sells quickly, what's going to sit in your closet for yes. several months. Yes. Yeah, like that you. big ass table that you could buy for 50 and you could sell for 80. It's not worth it. Right. Because then you have to deal with shipping and yes, and, and your fees right. and all that. You're not going to make anything. So what's your favorite flip ever? It just happened. That golf bag. The Remember Great golf Goose bag Golf bag? Yeah, the Great Goose Golf bag. Yeah, yeah, I bought it for five. You were there. I was just on some lady's mm-hmm. curb. Did you do five? Sure. And then I sold it three weeks later for 150 bucks. Profit. It's pure profit after everything is like 105 for that. So you made $105 for a Saturday morning with yeah. my homies. And that was just, that was just one of your items. You probably made yes. 200 bucks that day. Yeah. I could, I could pull up my sheet. Yeah. To show so you later. Yeah. a little bit of simple math. So you made 200 bucks in one weekend and you about do that, four hours. You do that. Right. You do that every weekend. <laughs> yeah. So you can make a thousand bucks a month. No questions asked easily. A thousand dollars a month. And if you're a kid, I know, especially if you're under 18, they're gonna be a lot more lenient. Like so, like if you if you do under twenty thousand dollars in the year, you won't have to worry about taxes. Mm-hmm. So if even if you're a kid and you're making a thousand dollars a month, that's twelve thousand a year by flipping and yard selling, no taxes. That's without having to be a cashier at H E B. That's without, without having, having yes. to go get carts yes. when it's one hundred five yes. degrees in Texas. Yes, a thousand dollars a month for a kid like like us, that's gonna be enough to pay for your gas, your food. Whatever if else you're you want. if you're 15 years old and you graduate when you're 18 so you flip for two and a half years <laughs> and make yeah. 30 grand and you pay you for your college you could you could yeah. you could pay for a brand new f-150 <laughs> you know i yeah. wouldn't recommend that that's not smart no you could, no you could buy a down a down payment on a property yeah and buy a piece of real estate when you're a kid you could just from going to yard sales you could get you could get more into it than we are and like you could hit yard sales all the time like friday saturday yes. and sunday go to yes. goodwill those are for the more extreme cases but i'm sure you can make there's pe- there's lo- 50, a lot of people that do it. yeah like people turn this into a full-time <laughs> job it's crazy i'm in a facebook group called thrifters and resellers world mm-hmm. Fifty thousand people in the group probably wow. half of them do this full-time wow <laughs> oh my gosh uh so while we're talking about flip like we're just talking about the, the flipping items just because it's so easy it's a real business to start. I would start Goodwills and yard sales. That's simple. Yeah, because with that being said, you learn several very key important lessons when it comes to business. So knowing your market, knowing how to deal with your fees, knowing how to delegate yep. your time, knowing how to make a deal. Yeah, with negotiation is key yep. and probably one of the most fun things you can do while flipping. When somebody offers you a jacket for ten dollars and you ask him if they 50, cents. 50 cents like <laughs> nothing beats that rush right yep. there definitely yep. well 
And it's like, it's a process from seeing that piece of trash in somebody's yard to saying, I'll give you a dollar for it. Okay, sure. You go home, you put it up on eBay for 15 and then what just happened to me while we were recording? Ching! $15. Oh my God. And then you ship it out and then you have your money in your PayPal account and they get the item. They love it. Somebody else loves it. And it's just, it's amazing. So one item like that, $15 for... I don't know. It probably took you when you break how it much, down. How much effort? When you break it down, yeah, the amount of effort that specific item took you, and the grand scheme of things, maybe four minutes, three, <laughs> four minutes. The so that's like two hours worth of bagging groceries at yes, HEB. That's just the, the point that I'm. The longest process is going to be listing, but actually, if you take that item that you sold and you can see the exact same item sold before, you can put sell one like this and pretty much copy the listing. Five minutes to make an eBay listing and to ship it out about another five minutes. So, I mean, if yeah. you like make it 15 bucks for 20 minutes worth of work, yeah. it might be for you. <laughs> yeah. And uh, this is the type of business to where like my other business I do, I actually have to create products and source them. Like this right here mm-hmm. is a box that I sourced. Right. I got in the mail and then I have to list it myself and it's a unique item. And it, it requires a whole lot of funds to get in. So you got to get a lot of them made. While yard selling and flipping, the product is right there. All you have to do is grab it, take it home, and sell it. That's it. The 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 tough part is like scaling it, because mm-hmm. at the end of the day, there's nothing really to scale because you're just selling one-off pieces. Um, it's not like Apple where you can sell yeah, out hundred million phones. Yes, a hundred million phones, and every year I'm coming out with a new phone. I yeah. have like this personal brand. That's not really gonna happen with the yard selling deal but it's it's for everybody but it's really just an introductory business for sure in my opinion so that's our little spiel on uh the flip how to get started in the game yeah i mean we just got back so i guess our brains are still hot on the topic that cowboy hat we got today oh gosh i forgot (laughs) about that we got a cowboy hat stetson el presidente yeah as a president had one hundred dollars yeah and we were like this guy was telling us Bunch that it was worth he, he was telling us it was worth a thousand dollars and he was he was, selling he it was capping a little bit and we were like we we're like okay okay sure yeah i bet so and so we were like uh we might come back if we can go get some cash but for sure we're interested we i already had we all had the cash yeah on we us. definitely had the cash on us so we're walking to the end of the driveway I get up to Mike, who's standing there on his phone, and he's like, "Scanning, Joe, of course." Joe, we gotta get that hat. And I'm like, "What do you mean?" He said, "One sold two weeks ago for eight hundred sixty bucks." And I'm yeah. like, "Holy!" Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, we we ripped that guy off for sure. It's sitting. Oh, he's still sitting. You know what's gonna suck though is whenever I sell that hat, I'm gonna pay eBay like eighty dollars worth of fees. Yeah, but it was. <laughs> yeah, I know. Still, we'll still we'll make a lot of profit. Yeah, but yeah, I, mean, I know. Eighty bucks going to eBay definitely sucks. Yeah, I know. So. With with that aside, that's just an example of what can happen. Mm-hmm. And another thing about the yard sales compared to Goodwill is when you're at Goodwill, you can just sit there and just scan, scan away, plug it in. When you're at a yard sale, you don't like want the other person to like see you, see it's worth three hundred. Then they're gonna be like, I want sixty four, not five. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> you got to try to actually know, come in with some some knowledge and kind of know what things knowledge. are worth. Yeah. Yeah. So let's talk about the podcast game mm-hmm. that we're getting into. Yeah. So what 
gave you the idea to start this podcast and have you done any in the past? Great question. Um, well, I kind of came up with the idea of us doing like a podcast network. So we're going to have like multiple different podcasts and you guys will see that in the, in the days to come. But I've listened to podcasts for, I listened to the brilliant Idiots podcast with like Charlemagne the God okay. and this other comedian. I listened to that podcast for about, Four years, probably. Mm-hmm. I, listen to, I listen to it every single week. So you just came up with the like podcast is something that yeah, it's very the, interested in. So you wanted to yeah, and then now obviously Joe Rogan podcast is huge. And yeah. I, I watch that one all the mm-hmm. time. Uh, it's just a great way to do long form conversation mm-hmm. and easy content and just chat with people and record it. And it's very easy to consume because you can be in the car listening to it. Uh, at your house laying in your bed. Yeah. I listen to podcasts a lot when I'm working, when I'm listing stuff from the flip, when I'm listing all my products, when I'm sourcing things, looking to buy stuff, I'm listening to podcasts all the time. Yeah, I agree with that 100%. Like anytime I drive, I don't, I mean, I don't listen to music anymore in the truck. I, I definitely listen in, to the radio. I plug in the <laughs> Gary V podcast, Tony Robbins podcast. Tony Robbins was actually the first podcast I ever listened to. Hmm. That was a couple years ago. But uh, yeah, you're right. It is super easy to consume and it's a step away from television where like to really get into TV, you have to be fully focused on it because you have to be watching it and listening Mm -hmm. to it at the same time. But for audio, it's something you can listen to while being focused on other things. Yeah, exactly. Like you can't watch TV while you're driving. No. Well, (laughs) you could. You can can listen to a podcast. (laughs) Yes, easily. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's so, that's what I like about it. Yeah, definitely. It's super easy way to consume content for all you entrepreneurs out there, self, yeah. self-help yep. junkies. If you're always looking to learn, you want to be learning as much as you can. If you have 24 hours in the day, you want as much as the time as you're awake to be benefiting yep. your knowledge, to be benefiting and having your a good intelligence. Time. Yeah. Yeah, I, yeah, it's a good way for me to like just keep my brain active a little bit. Because like a lot of like the listing items and just even just the day to day work doing business can be tedious. Right. It can get repetitive. It's gonna be repetitive because you're doing the same thing every day. You're just slowly building and building and building. But the podcast and the videos keep my brain at like going and mm-hmm. like thinking about that because I don't really have to think about this while I'm doing it. I just list. I'm listing and I'm listening. So I have an I have an interesting question. How do you learn the best? I don't, I don't think I learned at all. <laughs> no. Uh, as far as like auditory or like hands-on or visually? Yeah, I mean, sure that. But like if you were to learn a new concept and you needed somebody to teach it to you, mm-hmm. right? Not actually – or not only just give you information yeah. and have you learn – like if you want somebody to actually teach you something. Show me. Okay. Cool. Because uh, – that's what happened when I got into uh, flipping sneakers. Mm-hmm. Somebody that I knew said, "Hey, you want to meet me at this place?" And I brought my I brought my friend Dylan with me. And we were like, "Sure." Like, I, I really had no idea like what was like what exactly we were gonna do. And then he brought us along. He's like, "All right, I go here, and you just look for this type of stuff, and then you get these type of coupons, and you can get out the door for this." I was like, "Okay, cool." So I was with him, and he he hand fed me like I've done all my other friends that I've gone with. I grab a pair here. That's for you. I promise you'll make money on it. Mm-hmm. And he did, he gave me like three and 
Uh, I checked out, and uh, he showed me. He literally showed me how to do it. I got home. I sold them all within a week. I was like, wow, that's amazing. And then as far as actually learning it, like you said, it took him showing me, mm-hmm. but then it took me actually doing going it. out right. and doing so it. So then what kind of student were you growing up? Now, I know, Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> I knew you like as a student, obviously, since when we were maybe we're first, second grade, yeah, uh, third grade even, but... I always knew I've always known that you've been like a smarter kid. I know you didn't apply yourself as much yeah. as you could have in school, but nonetheless, you're still pretty smart and bright. What were you like though as a kid? Like, were you curious about things? Yes. Were you? Yeah, I was very curious. I, I well, I I was really good in school when I was younger. Mm-hmm. I I still am not terrible in school. Yeah, I just a lot of times I just don't care. Mm-hmm. And when I was in high school, my parents wouldn't really care. They weren't going to be on me if I failed so what interested you the most when you were growing up like what made you happy oh man i when i was really young i was big in a toy story big i watched the movie hundreds of times like i obsess over things i was big in a toy story i was big into space i had my ceiling like painted with all the stars and everything i was big into snakes i hate snakes i hate snakes snakes. i hate them I went to a snake farm when I was big in snakes. I saw a taipan. I said, I'm out of the snake game. Okay. Uh, and then I got big into presidents. And I'm actually oh, yeah. starting to get a little bit more into presidents, just like oh. history and stuff. Yeah. Um, and then I got big into sports. Like, oh, wait. Oh, wait. Like, my first hit of sports, the first, like, you know, injection I got was Pat's Giants. First Super Bowl they played when the Patriots were undefeated. So the David Tyree catch. Yes. Yeah. And the Boston Celtics versus the Lakers in 08. Huh. That's when I got into sports. And then I kind of, sort of, kind of blamed sports for my downfall mentally because <laughs> I went from loving snakes and planets and presidents to like I loved sports. Yeah. College football, NFL, college basketball, basketball, all the time I'd watch I, it. I remember at one point in sixth seventh grade you wanted to be a sports analyst or sports yes. reporter yeah for the longest that. time then i realized i cursed too much and i don't like going to school so <laughs> it wasn't for me yeah you could definitely be Stephen a i will be Stephen a <laughs> on this network we're gonna have a daily sports show cool i promise let's do it yeah so <laughs> i guess we were kind of two different students in a sense but still at the same time similar in a couple ways so very curious mm-hmm. intelligent like Incredibly self-aware, but being able to think outside the box, whereas other kids that we grew up with or other students that I see a lot are like the general type of student population because my parents have been in education too for 20-something years. Mm -hmm. A lot of those kids are just stuck in the box that's inside their head. Yeah, it's it's getting good grades. They don't know why they're getting good grades. They just are. Yeah. It's finishing high school, and then it's just going to college, getting really good grades there, graduating, and then, oh my god, now i got to figure it out. Well, yeah, but even even on another level outside of that, like if presented with a problem that doesn't have like this clear... Cut way of doing it? Yes, exactly. Right. Like, like, it's what? What? Like, exactly. Like yes. a computer that malfunctions. Yes. Literally would happen. It's overheating. Yeah. And so I definitely feel like you and I never really had that problem. In fact, like if we were faced with a problem like that, it would be more more fulfilling because you're able to do it to, the other way. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So when I was growing up, let's see, 
I was interested. I was interested in sports since I was like four and five. Mm-hmm. Uh, my dad always tells me the story of when I was not even a year old, or maybe I just turned one. Yeah, because it would have been the World Series, New York Yankees, two thousand one. Damn, I was yeah. Like they won the chip that year, right? I believe so. Yeah, I mean I can't remember anymore. I could have told you seven years ago, but apparently I was sitting on the recliner and I was crying. Like crying, crying, like screaming my lungs out. My dad turns on the TV and the Yankees are on. Yeah. And I just was entranced in it. Freaking out about it? Yeah. And I mean, I guess from then on out, I've been a huge sports, huge sports guy. Believer in sports for sure. Yeah. It's kind of crazy how uh, you just pick up to things when you're young. And uh, like, like to me, I feel like when you're real young, your brain is like a, uh, a sponge. A sponge. Yes. Yeah. You pick up so much information. I, I, I still feel like I am that way. Mm-hmm. Like I obsess over things. Like yeah. I had kind of I've I've been doing business related stuff since probably about eighth grade, but like I really really like went hard and like really really wanted to do this stuff. Mm-hmm. Probably about like a year ago. And I've just been like just soaking things up. So like when you mean obsessive, you mean when you find something that you can love and is fulfilling, you go all day long. Yeah. Yes. I yeah I was the same way for sure. Even little things like Harry Potter. I started reading Harry Potter in like fourth grade. Yeah, we we were nerds like big time. I love. I still get. I still freak out when I see those books. I've 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 read the series about six times. I only read it once. I have too much ADD right now to read it again. <laughs> no, I loved it. And then I would watch all the movies. I would know every line yeah. for all eight movies. It was crazy. I knew every I character. I knew all the spells. Me and one of my buddies, you know, Rain, yeah. we made a spell book of all the Harry Potter spells. What was that the we death knew. spell? Uh, like Avada Kedavra. Yeah, yeah, something like that. Yeah, yeah. it killed people. <sighs> that was. Yeah. That was... <laughs> if they hit you, if homie hit you with that, it was over. Yeah, unless you're Harry Potter. <laughs> obviously but um so what about high school like you're obviously this bright young curious kid when you were young mm-hmm. what so the the sports thing happened you started becoming less interested in the school side of things what were you like in high school um i i so we had always gotten along i would say yeah but like we we, we i wouldn't say we really hung out that much because i kind of um, how do I explain it? Like I was cool. I was popular. Everybody knew me, you know, all the cool people at school knew me and liked me. Like I played basketball for a little while and all these things, but I would, I never really was like overtly popular, like really cool. Cause I wasn't really like that good with chicks being <laughs> completely honest. Like I started dating an underclassman when I was like a sophomore and then I just kind of like rode out that <laughs> wave the whole time. Um, so it wasn't like too great with like girls necessarily i wasn't trash yeah but i would say in school i was somebody that everybody knew but not a lot of people knew like they knew of uh, maybe all the like i just didn't really do anything yeah i showed up to school especially junior and senior year i was out i wasn't in sports so i just showed up to school hung out you know act like an idiot you know said what's up with people and then i just went home and and did a lot of some of this stuff and hung out with my parents. I'm a loser. I hang out with my parents all the time. Uh, things like that. I, 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 I was, I, but I mean, it's kind of my fault that I wasn't like out there and like, well, I mean, I don't, I don't necessarily think that's a, 
that big of a deal. Not, you're just chilling. You're just doing what you want. I, mean, I know what, that. What, so here's the thing that I'm coming to realize. So you just explained what you were like as a student. I'll explain what I was like as a student in high school. Kind of like a 180. Yeah. So like freshman, yeah. sophomore, junior year, you know, I was top 10 in the class. Yep. Like national level debater. Uh, Brilliant. Football, Genius. Football captain. Yep. Basketball player. Yep. Track runner soccer player the perfect student well i mean i wouldn't consider myself <laughs> that because i hated i mean i hated learning about things i didn't care about but i was definitely i mean as far as um a character and being a student athlete and being just yeah being a leader yeah right i right. yeah i forgot to mention yeah class president all that stuff right mm-hmm. so complete 180 from michael who <laughs> wasn't a leader but after high school we're in the same boat you know yep and the i same think boat. i think that's incredibly interesting because everything resets it's like it's all of it's like the regular season versus the playoffs yep. of the nfl season anybody well, anybody can go 16 and 0 in the regular well not anybody but i would say high school's like the, the preseason like the preseason's kind of like you're just now getting your squad together. You know, you're running yeah. through the backups. You're trying yeah. to go through the plays. You don't really know if the coach is going to work. <laughs> and then once the season starts, now we're playing for real. We got real games that really matter. Like, okay, so like the outside of high school stuff, like, you know, we got to call our own shots now. We yes. got to perform. You got to execute. Yes, if, if you not, start the season 0-4, it might be, you might be done. Yeah. If you graduate high school and you start – <laughs> doing crack or something like that that's yeah. over four you're yeah. done, you're you're done. The season's gone see ya now you know if you you know it depends on what you consider success or whatever but if you start a podcast once you graduate high school and you flip and or you you go to college and you start doing well and you're part of these uh chapters and these clubs and you got this really good job yeah you're like three and one four and oh yeah and then the older you get and the, the more you go on in life is your season. Then eventually you hit a point, in my opinion. I don't know when this will be, yeah. but it's like, are you going to really be something or not? And you make the choice whether you want to be like great or just average. You know, that's fine. That's when the postseason starts. Yeah. So it's like 40. This is like when the season's over. 50, maybe. Dang. I'm, I'm just looking at it as like a, a smaller <laughs> scale. Like high school is preseason, college is the season. After college, it's the big time. Mm, you, you yeah, maybe. Do or die. College might be but, like the first four games of the season. Yeah, well, for you to see where the season's gonna go. Yeah, I mean, we're tw- 19, 18 and nineteen years old. We have so many. I mean, hopefully, or maybe we should say because people don't need to go to college. We should say maybe eighteen to twenty-two is the beginning or, of the season. Yeah, yeah. Because you don't have to go to college to be no. something in life. Mm-hmm. You don't have to have a degree to get on this mic right here and no. start posting and doing I, things. Yeah. So I just mentioned about a lot of the things that I did in school and we'll probably do another episode where we go more yeah, in depth week. of like yeah. our school career and whatnot, right. how we evolved as students, but mm-hmm. I'm not in school right now. Yeah. I got, that, ac- that, I got accepted into the university of Texas McComb yeah. school of business and yeah. I turned it down. I know. Cause I wanted the best education. Just to create some context for the people listening. Like, like, like I'd said about Joe, like being like super popular, just like, Te- like the idea kid like ideal ideal kid whatever <laughs> I, I, hey listen, i go to a community college which isn't much above not going to college okay and great uh, uh grades you know sports guy 
badass, whatever, right? And then whatever, like you randomly told me, like like last year at school, yeah, I don't think I'm gonna go to college. At first, I thought you were capping. Yeah. I was like, yeah, he will. And then I was like, what? <laughs> like Joe? Why not? I was like, I always thought that that was for you. Yeah. I was like, you're really good in school. I am like, I go to college now, but just kind of like not really. Mm-hmm. I was like, I'm not really that great in school. I could have never gotten to UT. You should look at my goddamn transcript. But uh, I I was like, wow. And then you started talking to me about some things you were thinking about doing. I was like, okay, well, that sounds good to me. And then I was I was like, I still, I still couldn't believe it, though. Yeah, because everybody has ideas. Yeah. And I think we're so conditioned to think, though, that even the, like, entrepreneurs like me and you, like, still part of my mind still thinks, like, college has trained us like is like wired our brains to think that you need it and so i definitely think that you made a good choice now yeah i think so i mean you'll find out in 10 years whether or not you made a real good choice or not i you know i just think it's the way you look at it that i think you the person who makes the decision is the person who determines whether or not it was a good choice because if i decide not to go to college but 10 years down the line realize i wanted to be a doctor then yeah, I made the wrong choice. Now I don't see that happening. But you could go back to school if you wanted to. Yeah, that's yeah. true. But um, like on the same token, 10 years from now, I can look back and be like, wow, I made an incredible decision because I'm so happy and I've been learning so much and I've been doing so much. I'm and financially this was, free. This was the path that I was supposed yeah. to be on. You know. So it's just in the eye of the beholder, I guess is what they say. Like you are the determining factor at the end of the day who gets to decide... Oh. Yeah. whether or not you made the right choice because nobody else can tell it for you it's all about you it's, yeah. it's your life and what you do and uh like we, we're we're here saying that kids who we grew up with or kids that we know in the standard kid mm-hmm. growing up they're all brainwashed for going into college well like like who are i mean at the same time who are we to judge though like if that's yeah, what you want to do then how it is do it like a lot of them don't have a choice yeah like and their parents are like, you're going to go, we're going to pay, too bad. Even, Which is cool. Yeah, but. and at the same time, though, people who want to be doctors, people who want to be educators, people who want to be lawyers, you need it. I feel like a lot of people want to do those things if they realize what those people actually do. Yeah, then I, they're like, oh, yeah. fuck, I had to cut somebody open. I mean, that's a, that's a different story for another day, for sure. A lawyer? I have to read all day, <laughs> every day? What? <laughs> oh, my God. I have to read law? If yeah. you ever tried to read a law? Good Lord. Yeah. There's like 50 subchapters and all this weird text that doesn't make sense. It's just, it's terrible. Who wants to do that? But we need people to do it. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But not everybody can have a 1,000 employee business. Like not everybody can be LeBron James. Not everybody can be Tom Brady. Well, I, I tend to believe that entrepreneurship or business is kind of like sports. Like you're born with a little bit of ability and skill. Yeah. Like, I know you especially, and me a little bit with basketball, like, you're born with just, like, a little bit of ability, mm-hmm. like, natural ability to play and, like, to shoot and and run and jump, and some kids just don't have that baseline skill, so right. they'll never be good. No matter how hard they work, they'll always suck. Yet, the kids with a little bit of ability, the ones that go balls to the wall and really work, then all of a sudden, they're special. Steve Nash. Steve Nash and the kids with a bunch of ability. Uh, what's that? Uh, God damn it! That uh, that really big center. 
that played for the Lakers in the 2000s. Oh, Andrew Kwame Bynum? Brown. Kwame Brown. Kwame Brown yeah, was yeah. number one out of high school. Wildly talented, never worked out. Never tried. I think entrepreneurship is the same way. You have to be born with a little bit of ability, a little bit of uh, aggression. Like a little bit of natural. Savvy. Yeah, yeah. Um, but then it also depends on how hard you work at it, how much you try, if you quit. Mm-hmm. A lot of people just quit. They just yeah. stop. It, the, a lot of people quit because they see it as a short-term game. Like you're not. Yeah. People can. We're gonna become, do 200 episodes of this podcast and nobody's gonna listen to it. Right. So, so that's the the same strategy we implemented on TikTok too. Like we're gonna start <laughs> making videos. We're gonna we're I've, gonna put out like 50. And I'm, who cares if nobody? I'm just watches. gonna put this out there for the world. I am the worst right now on social media. I, I'm always good on social media when I'm on it, but I never stay on it. Why? I don't know. I just like I freak out. I get a little I get a little bit of steam. Yeah. And then I freak out. And then I just quit. Which sucks. Like TikTok. I literally started a TikTok. You text me one day and said, Hey, let's start TikTok. Okay, I'll start TikTok. Yeah. I did it for about two months. And you were eating. Every day I was eating. I was getting a stupid amount of plays yeah. every day. I didn't even have a profile picture. Yeah. Because I, I couldn't take a picture of myself that I liked. I was like, nah, screw that. And then I was just eating thousands of plays on every video. And all I, do, all I did was just doing what I'm doing now. Hey, guys, what's up? I'm at a yard sale. Flip this for this much money. Bunch of people liked me. And this was like probably only like a month ago. So, I mean, I've only been off for probably about two or three weeks. Mm-hmm. But I just got this steam. And then I just I cooled off. Same thing. Like I know, I know right now Instagram is like the biggest platform. I have been trying to get myself to get back on Instagram for months. And I'm like, what do I post? What do I do? Mm-hmm. And it, a, lot, a lot of it's just about doing. Yeah, so I think one of the things about Instagram that I don't like is that people are controlled by the amount of likes that they get on their photos. Right. So like... Same thing with podcasts. People are people, obsessed with the amount of plays they yeah, get. Yeah, people aren't going to post what will make them happy on Instagram if it means they won't get a certain number of likes. And so yeah. actually like what I've been trying to do, cause I've been on Instagram for quite a while now, but I've just been posting whatever makes me happy. And like, I know it makes me happy whenever <laughs> I get uh, certain three friends who comment something who funny, it's funny about the video. Yeah. And I like laugh and have a good time yeah. and literally like sit, like <laughs> literally sitting at the kitchen table and laughing as I'm reading. Yes. My co- yes. Like that's, that's what it should be about. You shouldn't yes. be posting like a So picture. some random girl likes yeah. it. You're never going to meet them anyways. You probably don't have the balls to You know how many people I've seen them. scroll through a timeline and just like every picture in their timeline? It's like you don't even like that. You don't even look at it. You don't even know what that says. Yeah. Like when I was on Instagram, I'd have to really like something to like it. I've yeah, never liked I still do, like I don't – like it's not a habit for me to like something on Instagram. No, it's like not. the habit for me is to scroll through and look at everything instead of clicking, yep. instead of double tapping it. And it's weird. I'm the same way with YouTube, and it makes it it makes me wonder. Like once we start posting on YouTube, how many people are fans who never subscribe, who never like videos, yeah. who never comment? I do that all the time because I watch so many people and I love so many people who but you're I not even subscribe to follow. them. Yeah, exactly. And it's nothing personal. It's not like no, you love their videos. Yeah, it's not like I'm choosing not to follow them. I just don't think about it. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yes. That, I watch, just, I'm just so immersed in their content. You know? Yes, I mean, that's I know. one end of it. But on the second part, like, I'm not thinking about, oh my gosh, this guy's amazing. I need to support him as much as possible. I need yeah. to give him a follow. I need to For give him a shout part, out. Yeah. 
I mean, I want to watch your video and I'm going to vibe with it. And then, yeah, I'm going to see you tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. Like I watch uh, Graham Stephan a lot. He's like a real estate personal finance guy. I'm sure some people listening have heard of him. Every video he says, smash the like button. Yeah. Don't forget to like it. I've never liked a single one of his videos ever, and I've watched them all, and I love him. Wow. Like, I was watching his videos for months. I didn't even realize I wasn't subscribed. I was like, oh, shit, I got to sub up real quick. But And I don't leave any comments on videos ever or anything. It just feels weird to leave a comment, like, especially on YouTube. Do you actually have to, like, type it on your computer? Yeah. I don't do that. That's so I weird. Think, I think what would be cool about YouTube is if, like, the community section was able to be more interactive. The oh, way I YouTube? think it'll happen. I mean – I don't know. I don't know how social media will evolve and like all these big platforms, what they're gonna look like in five years. Because YouTube I, won't die, no way. I don't. I don't it's think so. It's gonna stay around for a but long time. Like the thing with Instagram, junior high. When we were in junior high, first starting on Instagram, I couldn't have pictured what it would look like five years from now. Bullshit. You know, Instagram was. I first found out Instagram about sixth grade, I'd say. Yeah. And it was big. I was like, whoa, Instagram's big. Everybody had an Instagram. I thought Instagram was gonna die. I was like, ah, Instagram's going to fade out and people are going to get off of it. And then it just hit this surge the past two or three years where it's gotten really big. And it, I feel like it went, it got big and then it may have like had a little plateau, but then it's just surged recently. And I can't explain it. I don't know why. I think it may be, I mean, I don't know about the numbers, but I like it more than Twitter maybe. Or at least I spend more time on it. It's Instagram. better than Twitter. I actually, I can't compare the two because I do like Twitter too. Because like... The other thing, so I'd mentioned about how I just post random things on Instagram just because yeah. I yeah. like certain people to, you know, think like about it, me. Like it, think it's and, funny. Yeah. yeah. Like some of my friends that I haven't seen in a while, like I'll send a we'll video. Like, you look like a badass, Joe. You just start laughing. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> you post a video of yourself. He's like, you look terrible. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like I'll be in the car and listening to a song that I used to listen to on the bus. Yeah. During soccer season. Yeah. And I'll record it <laughs> while I'm in the driveway, not driving, yeah. of course. <laughs> but you made a lot of TikToks while you're driving. I'll record it and I'll, um, you know, tag those people and like, all I care about is them seeing it. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I've, I've been there a lot with, uh, with Instagram. Uh, I just need to get back on, and be active again. Just post what I want to post. I've gotten a lot better, like with Snapchat, especially just posting and yeah. TikTok for a little bit. Just posting myself. I'm goofy. I am. Mm-hmm. I'm stupid. I know. I love to hustle. I take terrible pictures of myself all the time. This is what it is. Like I just need to embrace it. It's like, just you. Like yeah. You don't have to let the amount of likes that you get on a post to control what you show the world about yourself. Because all social right. media is is about telling everybody else your story. It should be. Yeah. It, it really, should. It, and it should be like documentary. Doc, documenting like, your life. Yeah, because that's that's the point. Like that's why they created like Instagram. Yeah. What was it? Like your Capture life and pictures. Your life. Yeah, your yes. life and pictures. Like that kind of thing. Facebook yeah. sharing your life and that. pictures, not necessarily uh, my pictures of the life that I want you to think I live. Yeah, like I, I'm obsessed with this recently. People who are like in relationships, and the only thing they post on social media is their relationship. Yeah, like all their pictures they have. Is with like their spouse or their girlfriend or boyfriend or whatever, instead of just themselves. Mm-hmm. Like that's not really your life, to be completely honest. Yeah. Like I've had a girlfriend now for like way too long, <laughs> and 
<laughs> do like do I hang out with her a lot? No, not really. I mean, we hang out like every week a little bit, yeah. and we text and whatever. Yeah. But like, my life is not her. So right. it would be very inaccurate for me every day to be on Instagram, taking pictures with her and all of her pictures and all that, or just like, okay, this is what I'm gonna do when I get back on Instagram. I'm gonna make a post pretty much every day, and if my day sucked that day and I eat shit all day, I'm gonna post it. Yeah, I post a picture of myself like with a, like on Saturday when I picked up all that trash in the neighborhood. Yeah, I'm gonna take a picture of myself next to a trash bag, be like, I'm picking up trash today. Life sucks. Yeah. God, I wish it could be. I wish it could be Sunday and I'm watching the Cowboys already, because that's just real. Yeah. And nobody sees that on Instagram. Yeah, ever people only see you win on Instagram, like the general people. <laughs> win, yeah. And it's not even like that win. big of a win. Win. It's like quotations. It's like or, you won your football <laughs> game. It's like all right, well you won, but show me a picture when you lose seventy to zero. Yeah. Yeah. Like I want to see, I want to see <laughs> you. Post the scoreboard when it's seventy to zero, and I want you to post that picture where you're getting stiff armed, right? Dude, Whenever yeah. Max Preps has the picture of you just getting stiff armed <laughs> right in the turf, like post that. Be like, damn, that dude busted me up. Yeah, because it's just the truth. Yeah, and what what are people gonna do if you post that? Like, judge you and say, <laughs> be well, like, this kid sucks." Like, for for one, they'll like, think you're funny. For one, they probably already know you suck. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> for two, I mean. So what? Like you got stiff formed you're in high school and you're never gonna play football again for the rest of your life. At least you're on the NFL and everybody in the world saw it. Oh yeah, like you you're not I mean? getting like losing endorsement deals. Yeah, you're in the Super Bowl and you get stiff armed into the ground. That yeah. one I may or may not post. I don't know. It just depends. But most people don't see that on Instagram or Twitter or Facebook or whatever, so I think that'd be interesting. Yeah, for sure. And I've taken a movement on Instagram to do that just Posting else like. and on not not posting else but like posting what I like yeah like posting what weird you like, like yes. terrible videos that are recorded with some of my buddies in Florida and I'll post yes. them you know yeah um another thing like on Twitter I'll just tweet random things that I'm thinking about like what I'm gonna do MAGA <laughs> yeah yeah big time but um what I think what would be a really cool idea for like all the famous people to have a thread. With other, like, say I'm a celebrity on Twitter. Mm-hmm. If there was a, like, an option on Twitter for you, a consumer, to come onto my profile and view a thread that I share with another celebrity, mm-hmm. I think that'd be pretty cool. It would be. Like, if I'm, if I'm, say, I'm a hundred million dollar business owner and I'm 25. Yeah. Okay. And I have a conversation on Twitter where I only like, where I only text. Uh, another buddy of mine who's also an entrepreneur. Mm. He has a two hundred million dollar company, mm-hmm. and we're just going back and forth on yeah. Twitter talking. Like, yeah. that's where we text. Does that make sense? Right. Yeah. I think that would be cool. Transparency. Yeah. That's where the whole game's going. Yeah. Everything. By like, value to people. I feel like a couple years ago, everything was like, like you saw one thing in public, but then a whole different thing in private. And I think a lot of that has to do with evolving social media. People loving online content more and more, so they want to see more and more. Mm-hmm. They want to. They don't want you to post that three minute clip from your podcast. They want to see the whole podcast. Yeah, like for a, a good example, I can give you: if you're a sports fan and your favorite player in the world is on Instagram, you don't want to see their highlights all over their page. I've seen that already. Exactly, and everybody else posts it too. Like yeah. 
I want to see you when you're with your family. I want to see you play Xbox. Yeah. I want to see you, yeah. you know, throw the football in the backyard <laughs> with your son. I yeah. want to see your dog. Yeah. Like for me, Sam Ellinger, I love the Texas Longhorns so much. Mm-hmm. You know, so I don't go there. Mm-hmm. I still love Texas. You love this so much. You decided not to go there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The irony, right? But yeah. like, I, uh, I saw a video the other day on YouTube where it was Sam Ellinger. And it was him mic'd up at practice. And I was like, yeah. oh, dang. Like, yeah. I get to see this dude in action action. Like, yes. this is where you get paid in practice. Yes. Like, I want to see that. Because right. I, I know he dices fools up on the field. Yeah, I've, I've seen, seen that. I've seen right. all of his highlights. I like, doing, I, watch I, every game. I like when they do the mic'd up during the games, too. Yeah, that's, that's cool. pretty pretty fresh. Yeah, we need to get some XFL action going. Maybe yeah. we can start a NFL, or that live football, commentary pro football thing? League. Pro football league. A league? What do you mean a league? Dude, we just... Hire play football? To play football? No, we can't play football. I mean, no, I, I want to play football. No, just like touch football or flag or something. I'm like, yeah, yeah. No, yeah, I miss sports so much. Definitely. Um, uh, why don't Why don't you? While um, we've been talking a lot about like social media and that kind of thing. Yeah. Why don't we get on to? Uh, like, wait, what? hold, pause. <laughs> okay, hold what you're saying. I just want to let you know. For years, I'm gonna start a mini basketball league. Mm-hmm. I swear to God. I'm obsessed with it. Continue. Okay, yeah, no. I remember when I used to go to your house in like junior high and, and you I had the mini basket, ball. the one with the blue I still I'm I'm technically oh an adult. God. I'm technically an adult. I swear to god I play it's at least an hour a day. Yes. Jeez Louise, I didn't know it was sitting right behind me. Yes. That's crazy. That's another Some things never change. Some things never change, okay? Mm-hmm. And if you're telling me there's not an audience for people to watch sixteen to twenty two year olds. And it's like in like an open area, maybe like somebody's like whole living room, like just like a big open area, playing mini basketball, like three on three, and like just playing hard. Mm-hmm. You're smoking crack. There's a, there's a <laughs> fucking audience for it. I promise. Yeah, I bet. That's gonna be like my tenth business I do. Dang. So let's get on that topic. Uh, the idea of, or the topic of business ideas, and I guess we'll kind of wrap it up after that. Yeah, yeah, we'll need to wrap it up. Um, we can hit, hit so, again next week, of yeah, course. So tell me, give me the business that you're running, explain to everybody what you do, and then tell me an idea you have for the future. It's hard to even explain what I do. Yeah. I'll, I'll just say it, black and white, right now I sell a lot of phone cases. I sell, uh, I started selling hats. I started selling beanies. I sell a lot of uh, vinyl records. Um, I sell sneakers a lot. I yard sell, and I've broken those into two different businesses. Mm-hmm. I have like more like a retail one, which is all my cases, um, all my, all the things that I get that are brand new that are actually my products, are is one business, and then I have a resale business, which is shoes, yard sales, Goodwill, all that stuff. It's a flip business, and um, that's what I do. That's basically all that I do, and now yeah. we have this. That's what I do. What do you tell the people <laughs> your hundred million dollar idea and what you do? Um, because this is very interesting to me. I wait. Okay. Because I still, <clears throat> I'm gonna be honest. I still don't even completely understand how digital marketing agencies work. Well, okay. Well, well, I'll let you know how I started. Mm-hmm. So the initial, my initial understanding of a digital marketing agency was a person who considered himself an agency to run somebody's Facebook account, yeah. run their digital ads and mm-hmm. give them tips on how to improve their website. And I was like, okay, yeah. that sounds simple enough. Yeah. Um, as I, um, 
was learning more about it as I started practicing and working with other people, I quickly learned that that sucked. Like, like what it, kind of fulfillment is that? Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, it just wasn't fulfilling enough. I was too ambitious to sit behind a computer screen and, and post pictures numbers. all day yeah. on Facebook. So, right, okay. I mean, but at the same time, I am passionate about marketing because I'm passionate about storytelling. I feel like I'm a pretty intriguing storyteller. I know anytime I tell any sort of story, people just listen to me. And the key thing about marketing is your branding message, right? So I'm just Mm -hmm. learning all these things about, you know, branding and strategy. Just do it. Big time. Yes. Yes, exactly. So the key thing about that, a little insight for the audience, the importance of the brand story is that the brand isn't the hero of the story. The consumer is the hero. So, mm. and you think about just do it. You're not looking at Nike as wow, you're saying, Nike's so cool. You're saying, wow, Nike makes me just feel do so it. good. Like yeah. they, yes, exactly. That's how this network's gonna be, baby. Yeah, for they're sure. They're gonna listen and be like, fuck, I gotta go do it now. <laughs> so, I've gotten really big into content marketing, um, distributing pieces of content for businesses, um, distributing them through the different channels. So like YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, Podio or audio, Podio, <laughs> audio. Hopefully your audio is not Podio. <laughs> audio podcast, the text communities, yeah. email, everything. Right. But what I really like about it is planning for it and having a vision and carrying through. Like I'm a bit, I'm big on being a visionary, and I like assembling teams because yeah. I I like being a leader it. and then watching it unfold before my eyes. That's exactly what this podcast is going to be. I had the idea. I knew I wanted to do it. I knew you wanted to do it, and I said, you know what? I have this idea for this network thing, right? And it's big. It's big. This big ass idea. Mm-hmm. I'm like, why don't we just start? Yeah. We do a show. I got another friend that wants to do another show later this week, which you guys will see on the same channel, and we're just going to do this. We're on two mics in my bedroom. Yeah. That's a 10 by 10. It's a tiny bedroom. We have a rinkety light here. The MacBook is literally overheating right now. Okay. And we're just doing it. Just do it. We're just doing it. Yeah. Thanks, Nike. And it's whatever. I think that's the last thing we should share with the audience. I think the biggest thing that you and I have both done when it comes to business and the most important thing, the most important thing that anybody can learn from as well is that in order to improve in anything, in order to see growth, you just have to do something. Act. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. Yeah, I know. And that, that's that's a problem with everybody, especially me, is I have the, the I told you about these two businesses I did. I don't even remember how they started. I just did it. Yeah. Like, And then all of a sudden, I had this business that I did all the time. I did every day, every week. I was thinking about doing it, and it just became a habit. And I don't even remember how I started. I just started. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And this is this should be no different. We just started, and it's just going to be a habit, and we're going to get good at it, and we're going to do it every week. And if you think in five years we're still going to be here doing this, you're wrong. We're going to be at a, a studio yeah, with real lights. A house like in San Antonio that we're all yes. sharing, maybe? Yes. I don't know. Like something that we own. Yeah. Now, this is my mom and dad's bedroom. This is my mom and dad's house I'm in. Yeah. Okay? And, yeah, like right now – like honestly I'm gonna be honest I'm kind of cocky I think 500 people will listen to this mm-hmm. <laughs> but in five years from now it's gonna be a lot more than that but the actual 
content itself won't change, and that's what's gonna sell it and make this podcast great. The, the content will change. I get the the substance and the ideas and the. But it's the talent that's gonna the sell themes. this, not a quality of the video. Yeah, it's not the camera. Yes. That makes the photographer so good. It's not the shoes yes. that makes LeBron the greatest basketball player in the it's league. It's what right he now. does in them shoes. Yeah. Like these mics and this camera and all this. It doesn't matter if this was a $5,000 podcast. If I, if I was basically lame or I didn't have anything interesting to talk about and I wasn't like funny or cool or anything in YouTube, <laughs> then nobody would watch. No. Like, get this, I'm falling asleep. Get this guy out. If you're still listening to this podcast still, Obviously, we did something great. Yeah. You know? Definitely. What is this? I don't know. This is a uh, minute now. 40, 46 minutes, I think we've been on? Yeah, and I think it could have gone a lot longer. It could go on for like three hours. But no, that's why we'll be back again next go. week. Yeah, so the thing is, I love to talk, and I love sharing my story. I love sharing information. <laughs> yeah. I love teaching. But I sometimes I get so caught up in that that it starts taking too much of my time away from doing what i need to mm. do so like limiting the podcast time to below an hour yeah instead of we'll do it again next week yeah because i mean we definitely could go on for 10 we could probably make a 10 hour podcast <laughs> some gary v shit a 10 we hour can, video we can, make a, <laughs> we can make a 10 hour we can make a 10 hour podcast and do nothing and every that. single person who listens i'll probably give them 200 dollars each if you listen to me talk for 10 hours i'd give you 200 dollars. i would <laughs> like who does no, that? If if they're listening, if they hear me talk right now, like <laughs> if they're listening to this, like yes. this phrase, I just want you to know that I'm saying thank you for coming this far. Thank you for finding us interesting. At the end of the day, yes, it comes down to talent and our ability to be entertaining and thoughtful and insightful. But if it's not what the audience wants, mm-hmm. then I'm gonna be. I'm gonna keep it 100% honest. This podcast is gonna go on YouTube and SoundCloud. The other platforms we'll figure out later. If you're still listening to this podcast right now, if you're on YouTube, you please like, mm-hmm. comment, subscribe, comment, and say I'm still listening. Yes, do that. Okay? No, if I'm you still do, listening. If you comment, if you comment these words in quotations, <laughs> I'm still listening. Yes. If you comment that, I'll be blown away. I no, we we have to do something for them. I was I mean at least the first person. I was immediately gonna say we'll, we'll mail you we'll mail you a letter saying, but then they'd have to post their address on the internet. <laughs> okay, Save tell them. them to. Okay, if they do that, we'll follow them on Instagram if we don't know them, and Please, like of course we'll, we'll figure out like we'll figure out what we can do. For we'll them. shout you out at the beginning of next week's podcast. Yeah, yeah. All right, yeah. easy. We'll we'll do, we'll do something better than if, that because we know you probably don't want to be shouted out on a podcast. I know it doesn't mean much. <laughs> we'll we'll take care of you though for sure. If you're on SoundCloud though, follow us, like the track, comment down below. If you're on SoundCloud, say I'm still listening. Yes, I'm on SoundCloud. Please, please tell uh, us that you're still listening. But more importantly, we'll see you guys again next week. This was episode one of No Limits Podcast on the beautiful Strive Network. <laughs> All right, it's a wrap, baby. That's a wrap. <laughs>